Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode 141, entitled Feeling Insecure About Security, Part 2. It was published on Thursday the 15th of August 2019. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and I will be joined a little bit later by David Wormsley from davidwormsley.com so that we can have our regular discussion. We tend to sort of cycle one week an interview with a WordPress developer or something like that, and then a discussion with David and I, but this is the second one in a row because it's all about the same subject. A few things before I begin, if you wouldn't mind heading over to the wpbuilds.com website and there you'll find a menu at the top. And the first link on that is the subscribe link, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Get yourself onto our newsletter. We've got two of them, one to tell you about the podcast and the WordPress weekly news that we put out on a Monday. And the other one is to subscribe to an email which will tell you about any deals that we come across as soon as we hear about them. On that page, you'll also be able to subscribe on your favorite podcast player, Join our Facebook group of over 2,100 WordPressers and you can find our content over on YouTube and we'll also update you on Slack and Facebook Messenger should you so wish. Another page I'd like to mention is the deals page. That's over at wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And there you're going to find heaps of money off notable WordPress plugins and themes, etc. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week. So if you're in the market for some new product around the WordPress space, maybe go and check that page out and familiarize yourself with what's available. And the last one that I'm going to mention this week is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to have your product or service mentioned on WP Builds, we'd be happy to do that for you and get your get your service in front of a wider audience. And somebody that's done that is David Von Gries from the Page Builder Framework. Do you use a page builder to create your websites? The Page Builder Framework is a mobile, responsive and lightning fast WordPress theme that works with Beaver Builder, Elementor, Breezy and other page builders. With its endless customization options in the WordPress customizer, it's the perfect fit for you or your agency. Go to wp-pagebuilderframework.com today. And we thank David for his continued support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, last week we did episode number 140, which was all about feeling insecure about security. And this week we've got the follow-up because the episode was simply too long, so we kind of chopped it in two. And now we've got some some different content following on from last week. So it might be a good idea to go back and listen to last week's if you didn't. This week we talk about the plugins and services which we actually use. We discuss them in some detail where we're able to. We also talk about how we implement security in our own business and it's just a jolly nice discussion um, finishing off our WordPress double weeker so I hope you enjoy it and I hope you get something out of it as always leave some comments or head over to the WP Builds Facebook group to keep the conversation going so discussing feeling insecure about security part two god it doesn't feel like a week has gone past does it Nathan? no it really it feels like about six minutes maximum but you know <laughs> how strange <laughs> yeah. So shall we just recap on what we talked about? So yeah. we, we looked at the kind of areas of security. So we talked a little bit about the uh, non-WordPress security things, you know, what kind of data that we keep and how we pass around passwords and that kind of stuff. Then we moved on to what we might set up or think about when we don't manage a client sites. And then we moved on to a little bit about what we were doing with our care plans and what we were promising. But we still had lots to talk about, which is what we're going to do now, which is really well, we were just talking about changing the way that we kind of advertise our services and also um, maybe some of our methodology. Okay. But there's more to talk about, isn't there? All the services we yeah. can talk about. Should we do that first? Because so, that seems like a nice place to jump jump back into this um, yeah. from last week. So, yeah, kick, kick yeah. us off. Well, I started listing out some of the plugins because some of them I have a lot of experience with and some I don't know at all. Mm. See, I'm with, I already mentioned last week <laughs> that um, I'm a big fan of WordFence but wanted to try and swap it out. So I've ended up um, 
Shall I talk about why I quite like word fence? Yeah, that would be or, a nice place to begin because it's the first one on our list for no for no good reason. It's it's made the um, made the number one spot on our list. Yeah, <laughs> just because I use it. Um, but it's um, it's one that I've been trying to get rid of because it's quite heavy. So the negatives first. It is quite confusing. They changed it actually quite recently. So you wouldn't really want to hand it over to a client, I don't think, to try and tick all the boxes because there's an awful lot to work through and I don't think I know it all. And it leaves a lot of stuff in the database, although you can have that removed. But what it really does well and why I think it's so essential to me is that it's got such a brilliant scanner and you can set it if you think it's things have been hacked it will literally go through just all of the files and all of the spaces and things search out things that shouldn't be in your folders and tell you about it 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 gives you a ton of false positives though when you put it in that mode mm. so you so any spam comment that's got a dodgy url that's been saved there will be flagged up as you know suspicious so you do need to have your wits about it but for cleaning up it is absolutely fabulous and for reporting was it, so good, was really it quite like easy it. to sort of get your eye in with all those um, false positives? You could kind of quickly uh, go through the, yeah. the output and figure, okay, ignore that, ignore that, ignore that. Yeah, it lists them and you can open up the file and it puts in red what it thinks is suspicious in mm. most cases. So, mm. you know, it's pretty easy to see what is and isn't. And, and then, of course, you could just go back to, say, the original plugin if it's a plugin and, and check whether it matches up. But there isn't any easy way to do that. There isn't a, a simple compare like with like mm. uh, system for that. Um, but I've only ever been a free user of it. So, you know, for the work that I do and for what clients will pay, I could not afford their pro services. But, you know, a big call out to them because even though it, it I mean, it is the most popular, isn't it? It's one of the most popular WordPress plugins. It's I, I, over think five it's, I think they are probably one of the most ones, if not the most popular one. Yeah, certainly gets, yeah. gets a lot of um, it's a lot of attention, largely because they, they have a, a sort of fabulous um fabulous range of ways of keeping in touch with you you know they've got a great um they've got a great video blog um and they produce you know lots of blog posts and also they you know they email you on a daily basis to let you know what's happened recently and um whether or not that's a good thing i don't know if you become a bit immune to to what those emails tell you but nevertheless they do that um so they're they're very good with their with their pr i would say yeah, you know, it's tricky when we get into plugins and that because I don't really want to promote one over the other because no. I'm sure they're all good for the right person. That's but right. I came, to, I came to the conclusion that despite some of the negatives on WordFence, particularly how resource heavy it is, um, I, I still, you know, use it because f- for free service, it's, it's fabulous for when I've had those issues and I certainly have had to clean up sites and it's been a really good tool compared to other plugins yeah. for cleaning I've got yeah. quite a few sites on the, I, I can't remember whether it's called premium or pro or whatever, but the, the paid version, so we say. I managed to secure a whole bunch of sites many years ago when it was considerably cheaper than it is now, and they honor that pricing uh, going forwards. Mm-hmm. And um, and I use that because of the, the firewall. I think that's the primary reason to do it. The firewall is updated differently for the free one than it is for the the paid one and i believe that the firewall rules that go into free come mm. about 30 days after they go into the the the, the premium version um uh. and, and i think i think there is some some benefit in that without a doubt you know that if the firewall rule is is if there's a rule of some new vulnerability that's been discovered and that rule is added um, immediately for pro and you get hacked and you're on the free version and it you know you know that it could have been stopped i think it's a difficult difficult proposition for wordfence you know it's a difficult stance to take but obviously they need to provide yeah. something to justify that um that extra uh, cost mm. in order to to make the plugin profitable it's a difficult one to to judge what should go in free and what shouldn't, and I know that a lot of people uh, find that a, a difficult pill to swallow. But you know, it's business, isn't it? You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I love to have the pro version of everything, and it's kind of forbidden for me on terms of cost. But mm. if it if it wasn't, and I had the right client, I'd be buying it. You know, it's mm. as simple as that. Mm. Because you know, the, the free version has proved itself to me over so many years. Mm. But yeah, so anyway, that's a big plug for them. But another another 
really popular one is obviously the iTheme security, which they bought, didn't they? It used to be something else, better security or something yeah, before I that. I what it's called. But obviously now there's a few changes of hands here because it was bought by iThemes and then obviously Fly No, who Liquid Web mm. is it, that bought iThemes? Yes. So now they're the custodians and the I, I, I don't know whether the developers are still the same guys, but nevertheless it's gone through some change over the last year or so. Um, but it's it has been very popular. They offered some very competitive pricing at various times. You know, iThemes is famous for having forty percent off sales almost on, yeah. a, on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, and I've got it installed on plenty of sites. What I think it does really well is lots of um, lots of ways of preventing things from happening. So, like you said earlier, mm. they have the capability of uh, enforcing passwords. They have the capability. Sorry, password length. They have the capability of putting capture forms on. They have the capability of blocking IP addresses. Um, and it doesn't feel to me like it slows things down all that much. I can't really speak um, as to how heavy or light it is, but it, it, it certainly doesn't feel like this, uh, it's slowing anything down. Yeah, well, I you know I did a test on it recently and it's, you know, it's a lot less than WordFence. And interestingly enough, as soon as you put the Pro plug-in on because they are separate it's a little bit more weight but it's mm. still much less than say word fence but yeah. well, i th- i think it, i mean i used to for a little while i ran both word fence and iThemes together and um on sites which is really over the top because there was so much you really needed to go through all the different options and make sure you just wasn't you know doubling up on so many of them yes but you're right Good you're point. right it's it's preventative but it's got one one thing that's missing for me uh, and i'm only reminded of it just recently and that it uses uh, securities a malware scanner to check things and on this last hack that i've had it's been a clever hack that's hidden itself away from security so it doesn't spot it okay. so i think in that case probably would have picked up on on this recent hack okay um yeah, yeah I, I think it is very popular i mean both WordFence and iThemes have sort of customizable on-offable um, components. You know, they've got their dashboard and you can go in and turn things on. So like you said, if, if, if for some reason you've decided to deploy all of these plugins that we're mentioning all at the same time, then um, <laughs> certainly in the case of WordFence and uh, iThemes, you can, you can go in and make sure that you're not... Uh, asking for two captures on the login form, uh, you know, so you can switch things off so that there's no compatibility problems. Yeah. I mean, what would have been interesting to know if the hack that I've just been trying to clear recently would have actually happened if iThemes would have been on in the first place. So you, n- you never know, do you, really, no, these? Because no. they're concentrating on different aspects and yeah. they're stronger on certain things. How deep does All the, the security- iThemes... Sorry, how deep does the iThemes security malware scan go? Does it, does it just... Hand- taking the home page or is it going a little bit deeper what 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 is it doing I think obviously it's an external service how how yeah. how far is it penetrating into wordpress itself do you know i i have no idea at no, all i just no. know that uh, i don't think i covered this actually in the part one of our chat but uh, i've just been dealing with a hack which really seems quite sophisticated no one knew it was there it was redirecting new visitors to a site to some gambling sites instead clearly Mm. they were making some money out of these redirections but it was clever enough to be able to log the ips of people who had been to the site before so they wouldn't get served it again while they remained on the same ip so it remained hidden from the owners of the site and and me i just found it by accident because i move around and change ip a lot and um how how did that work then presumably there must have been a period of time where it was sitting benignly sucking up ip addresses because if it had deployed that strategy as soon as it infected the site then every ip address would have been new and it would have redirected them to the whatever it was casino website or whatever so presumably it sat there for a a week or two and you know started to log okay this person logs in okay let's uh or was it people who were accessing a particular url like wp uh hyphen admin or something it was allowing those people in and logging their ip address 
Ah, yes, I, I, I'm not sure, actually. That's a very good point. Yes, whether it's just got the people who's logged in. But, I mean, it was really hard to – well, you tested this one, didn't you? Yeah. I discovered it last time we were chatting and it went to gambling for you. But yes. then wouldn't do it, it wouldn't do it the second time you tried it. No, the second time it went to the correct site and then it kept going to the correct site. So, bizarre. I mean, I but, wonder uh, I if mean, they were hoping that – I wonder if that – Anyway, we're sort of losing track of it a little bit, but I wonder if they were just literally doing it once so that you assumed that you typed something incorrectly into Google. And then when you went back and tried for a second time, they were saying, okay, through your com, we've had we've had our one shot at converting you to yeah. our casino. And uh, from now on, we'll give you the site back again. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure the people who put the hack in place are just getting paid for that referral. Yeah. So that's you know all they're worried about but uh but interestingly the curious manual scanner which is pretty good um didn't pick up on that so i'm assuming that they also know the range of ips that it scans on yeah i guess yeah you know uh, uh, the site certainly didn't get blacklisted and as best as we can tell it probably has been like that for a year yeah it's amazing um, isn't it absolutely amazing oh dear yeah yeah so yeah it's interesting so we got all in one security which i i don't i haven't used myself it was actually used on this particular site I was talking about it's it seems to set up things really easy it's got all this sort of beginner intermediate and pro levels where you can set things up yes i, I confess but, i've got no experience whatsoever with this plugin so you're on your own here uh, yeah, well, there's not much I can say apart from the fact it was used on this site and it didn't pick up on the issue. But of course, you know, it was installed and obviously everything was set for beginners. So, you know, it's not really necessarily a reflection on the plugin. Mm. Um, that, But uh, yeah, it's quite a very popular one, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, uh, I think it has got a reputation because it's been around for ages and it's got, you know, lots and lots and lots of installs. And probably no way of making any money from it, I think, mm. if I remember correctly. Mm. Yeah. So we're going through a bit of a list now, aren't we? Another one I do use, which is Malcare. Okay. And that's that's due to, uh, you know, um, our friends AppSumo. And they did a, a great deal on that one, which I thought I'd get a few of those. And it's it's been an interesting one for me. Have you, have you used it? No, not really, to be honest. I do know um, Akshat. I met him at WordCamp in Europe a few weeks ago, but um, uh, popular, widely used. And um, and I know you've used it and, and have sort of favorable things to say yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, initially when I used it, it, it the, I got a hack and I thought, oh, I'm not so sure about this because I turned, I left it with just Malcare on. But it, the, to be fair, these were sites that I'd inherited who had had problems before. So I wonder if it was something left over. But recently I've started using it also with WordFence on sites where I want the the scan to go more regularly because actually I don't think it's well advertised, but there is a free version of Malcare, which will do a daily scan for you. Mm. And it's not using up any of your server resources to do that. Okay. So, I mean, you know, that's a steal really just to have that. And if you combine that with say something like WordFence, where you just leave that to, to do it every three days or something, then you can save on some of your, uh, resources on your server by yep. using malcare I, so, I think what you said a moment ago brings up a an interesting conundrum and that was you know you, you didn't know whether it was m something that bypassed malcare or if it was something that was inheriting the site from the beginning and i think with all of these solutions no matter how good they are it's very difficult to get a feeling of for what what they've succeeded in doing you know so we've got this nice list and these are the ones that we've heard of before but yeah. we're we're probably a little bit in the dark as to as to what it what it is that they've succeeded in doing what they've prevented yeah. and i think that's that's one of the reasons why i think word word fences strategy of emailing you every day with a little roundup of how many blocks it's done i think that keeps them front of mind and makes makes you at least feel oh it's it's doing something it's justifying its existence yeah, well, exactly. I mean, one other reason for WordFence for me is that I can actually take the data and put it into my tool for managing the sites, which is uh, main WP. Mm. So I can actually produce some of their information 
and the client report, so they get to feel that something has happened all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but Malca, I mean, Malca's selling point, I guess, is the fact that it tries to avoid those false positives, so it mm. doesn't disturb you with stuff that isn't important, and it just lets you know about what it is. I think their biggest selling point, though, if you're on the pro version, and why I think it's great, although I've not used this, is they promise a one-click solution, which seems you know, seems a bit incredible that you could clear things up in one click. And in fact, it doesn't, I've tried it a few times and it has failed. But what comes up straight away is um, that the invite to let them look at and sort it out manually. So you've got them on your side should you need it. And I think that's invaluable. So if, if, if you click that button in an attempt to fix things up and it doesn't to your mind uh, succeed you can then reach out to humans who will take over that responsibility that is nice yeah exactly all you need to do i mean to clear it up you need to put in your ftp details anyway Mm. so uh, when it fails it tells where it kind of fails some indication but then instantly it says um you know put give us your ftp details and we'll go and do it and i okay. think that's the promise yeah. with their service so yeah and an interesting one I, i've yet to use it in that way but it's just it's interesting to know that there's a free version which isn't talked about too much as well mm. uh, if you're worried about resources mm. um but similar to this is um is WebArc as well, who you've also had on the show. Yeah, WebArc. So we had Oliver Sildon and um, yeah. met him again at WordCamp in um, in Europe. And uh, very, you know, very active, very, very young guy and obviously yeah. very keen in this area. He organized like a, uh, off his own bat, he organized a security, little security evening where the, the, the topics of the day were discovered and he went on stage and talked yeah. about uh, internet security. So, you know, serious individual. Um, they they gained popularity suddenly because of a, a, a deal that they did on AppSumo. Um, yeah. And it's it's a firewall, isn't it? It's it's not using up your server resources. You, you connect your website to it, and it, it tries to prevent the bad guys getting access. Yeah, exactly. And it does all the scanning as well, doesn't yeah. it? So yeah. um, so it, it's a very similar setup. I mean, I don't know how good it is. I mean, I do. I really regret not getting the AppSumo deal for myself mm. um, on this one because they definitely have attracted a, a ton of fans and they, yeah. and completely can see that they take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I can just speak for the... For the person, Oliver, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. very, uh, very energizing and interested and, you know, vibrant in this space. So I, I think this is one to one to look out for. It's a funny subject that we're discussing here, isn't it? Because you, I definitely don't want to promote one over the other. But equally, yeah. I, I don't want to give anybody the 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 false thought that if you just install one of these things, you're done. You can just sort of walk away and everything will be fine because that's clearly not what's happening. We're just, I suppose we're just letting you know about the ones that we've heard about, really. Yeah. Yeah, the ones we use for our own experience. I mean, it's, it's a journey, isn't it? So, yeah, I know exactly. I mean, now we're only coming to ones that are kind of heard of, really, yeah. but not used for me. Bullet Bulletproof security, again, very popular. It's It's got a ton of options. looks really complex to use, but if you need that kind of level of control then it seems to have it yep. and it has a good scanner by the sounds of it and and security press that's they're relatively new that's from the same company or were from the same company that created wp rocket okay. so yeah i i've again i is it security press or secure press uh i think secure press yeah they're not they're not related to security i don't think are they Oh, sorry, that's my bad. No, it's yeah, okay. it's Secubrest. Yeah. So really, I mean, I installed that and I put it on a few of my test sites, but really, I, you know, I didn't come to any conclusion. I think it's, you know, the one thing about it is it's it's really pretty uh, if you don't mind the fact that it changes the look of WordPress. So it's a bit like WP Rocket. Yes. You know, it puts its own style in there. And it's made for humans, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's made to be friendly, yeah. unlike something yeah. like uh, Bulletproof security or word fence they're not that kind of user friendly but uh, yeah so i don't know and no um, i've no experience with them whatsoever you uh, security they've got their own plugin for their 
for their same scanner. I'm, I'm assuming it works in the same way. It still accesses their external scanner. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but I do know that they um, the, the, one of their biggest things is is like the human interaction. Should things go wrong, you know, they'll actually get their hands dirty and go and fix things for you. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? They're really, I mean, that, I guess that plug-in is a lead-in to their service, isn't it? Mm. And that's really what they're selling. They go and fix stuff for you. I know, you know people who have divested the responsibility for hack sites to them. And, um, you know, uh, I've heard no bad stories. They've come back. Everything's been fixed. They paid the bill uh, to security and, and moved on and everything was fine henceforth. You know, I, I my assumption is that they really, really, really know how to look at this stuff and and have a deep understanding of what needs fixing up and have all the tools and support staff to do it. Yeah, exactly. They've been around as long as I can remember. And they're the same. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about the mm. services. Mm. Yeah. And um, yeah, finally, did you use, you used to use Defender, didn't you? I have, Which was... I have put Defender on a couple of sites. Just I'm just always intrigued by what these guys are doing, WPMU Dev, because I, I think they're kind of yeah. turning a corner and becoming becoming a company that people can trust again. And their security solution, one of the eight or nine ones that they're um, they're you, they're still developing going forwards is Defender, and it's just about hardening. And I think it really does a very similar job to to iThemes. You know, you can change the, the 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 capability for people to have certain passwords. You can block certain IP addresses. It'll give you uh, an email report, but not a very detailed email report on the lines of WordFence. And um, mm. and it you know I think it's pretty good. The the the, the notion of these things is to make it as as painless as possible but there's no there's no hint of um of them cleaning up as far as i know although if you have a subscription i don't know if your wpmu dev subscription runs as far as that them fixing us i know that they fix um they fix problems mm. with your site but i don't know if it if it extends to fixing hacks and so on and cleaning your files up i'm just not sure yeah no, I really don't know about that. We're just showing our ignorance here, aren't we? I've got well, no, but something... I think I think the important thing here is that we're just mentioning ones that we've heard of, and you know, if you've never heard of some of these, it might be a good idea to go and explore them. We'll, we'll certainly link to them all, um, yeah, in the notes below the uh, the podcast episode. There's a couple more that, that I actually put a note down, but they're not under this section, which is I got a, a nod really to Paul Lacey on this because he reminded me of them. There are a couple of Jeff Star lightweight plugins, one called Black Hole for Black Bots, and the other one is BBQ Pro, which is blocks, uh, block bad queries. And these are really kind of I love these kind of plugins where people find um, a really simple lightweight script that will just stop the majority of problems. It's uh, There was one was talked about recently with comment spam. There's a script that someone, David Walsh, created, which just uh, – we talked about this, I yeah, think, before. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. It, yeah, where essentially it just kind of blocks a certain type of JavaScript from happening. So it sort of kicks people out in the most lightweight way. And I think this is the same with – Jeff Starr's plugins. And I've been putting them on all of my sites because they, they literally take up no resources at all. But it it's gonna gonna prevent somebody kind of putting on something with the queries where it's you know, it's kind of jam-packed uh, with just bad stuff, you know, in a sort of simple way, a lightweight way. So but okay, the problem so it is just, it just scans for kind of gibberish or you know, non-English, yeah, does it? Is that what's going on? And then just it, sticks think, them to dev null or something. Yes, it stops those kind of queries being activated. And okay. I think it does that. Although, having said that, you probably would, again, need to check these against some of the solutions mentioned. Because I have noticed, I think, in some of these security plugins, there's an overlap. So they may have their own version of, I think, what Jeff came up with in the first place. Interesting. I've, I've not played with either of those, so they're, that's good. Nice recommendations. I will make sure to link to those in the show notes and people can go and, yeah. and find well, those. Well, yeah, Black Hole for Bad Bots, I mean, it's more about protecting um, your, your server from crashing because mm -hmm. if somebody's sending a load of uh, traffic, ignoring uh the, the kind of rules on this it, it blocks them off and you, there's it's a little bit more complex with this one because you do need to add something to your .ht access file but okay. I, I've been watching it and you know I certainly get plenty of bad bots on my site so it's, it's certainly 
saving some of my resources mm. for that plugin working, but maybe it's not as much security. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Let's talk about. Um, let's go back to the top of this section. How we how we have rationalised for our business. Um, you know, what is it that we're doing? We talked a little bit last time about some of the the things that I do, backing up and so on. But should we should we dig into this and talk about what is what what is what have you included as part of your business? Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I've had to review this over the time. So now pretty much everyone's going to come in on my care plan. So that solves things. I think just this discussion for me has solved the fact that I'm going to kick off with giving everybody a um, an editor role. And that's yep. going to cut out a whole bunch of issues. Yep. And uh, so I've prioritized it to, I think probably I said it all really before, is the fact that I've, I've put a priority on good scanning on a regular basis so so that I know, I th- or I hope I'm going to know as soon as there is an issue, meaning that my backups will be able to come into play without there being any changes. Mm. That's That's basically how I'm going to, deal with it <laughs> when you say a regular scan how often do you do you do that are you doing like a daily thing or a twice weekly yeah so i'm le- i'm letting on the, well it's i think it defaults naturally with word fence to every three days i think you can change this but i haven't and i've i've stuck in where i think it might be more urgent um malcare to cover dailies Oh, I see. So, right. Yeah, you were talking about that. So the malcare goes in on the days where WordFence doesn't. Interesting. Yeah. So you've, you've got two scans going on on one day. Right. <laughs> um, it's may, maybe a little bit over the top. You see, but I, I certainly think I'm going to have to, in terms of rationalizing it, I, I'm going to have to start thinking a little bit more about individual sites rather than this is my stack for all sites. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my protocol is ex- very similar to yours. I do I do daily backups of absolutely everything. I, I don't do database backups. I, I figure if I'm going to do a backup, let's just do the whole thing. I then store that off-site and I keep those basically forever. I don't delete them. They just grow and grow and grow. And scanning on a daily basis, I have put these hardening plugins in, whether it's iThemes or um, WordFence or WPMU dev or whatever it might be, put some sort of hardening in to, to toughen the ability for people to um, to use poor passwords and to keep trying logging in without getting uh, their IP blocked. Generally, kind of block it for the default amount of time. So if somebody tries to log in unsuccessfully, I, I think it's like three minutes or something. And if somebody yeah. keeps accessing 404 pages or resources, um, then the default time I use again, it's, you know, three minutes or four minutes or whatever it might be. Sometimes I ramp that up just because I figure actually, you know what, it's pretty clear after 10 attempts that you're up to no good. Why not just block you for like a week? (laughs) But generally I leave the defaults. So yeah, backups, scanning, and, and that's kind of it really. That's mostly what I do. Yeah. It's interesting because you don't see the point in uh, any of the sort of just backing up of the database. And I do that. Yeah. So I've got daily database mm. and I've got weekly. Well, that, that's not entirely true. If I think her site's going to get updated more, I will do uh, fuller backups and make an exception to that. Yeah. But that's been my routine. Yeah. And I don't know if there's anything in this because I haven't checked this out. But again, I did it on the basis of my fear of resources and also a little bit of cost. Yeah, d- don't get me wrong. The the res- you know the time it takes to produce that backup is you're adding minutes to it and you, you're adding CPUs. But I I, I always put it at a stupid o'clock when the the site is probably not doing anything anyway. So you know, like two thirty in the morning or something, um, yeah. just to ensure that that's not really a problem. But um, you're you're right, and then of course the offsite storage of that, that you know, it's not it's not inconsequential. It adds up over time. I've got terabytes of these backups, but the way that my system is set up, I'm okay with that. I've got enough storage, and I've got enough cloud storage to to support all that. So I just I just manage it that way. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, uh, partly there was costs in my mind as well, growing costs. I mean, I'm keeping now. I think it's four months I've set it for Amazon to save. Yep. So obviously I'm paying for uh, that storage there, and it's it's still hardly anything. Oh, um, it won't be. No, it's very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but it auto clears away. I mean, I'm I'm assuming here that I will need never need to go back more than four months to 
you know, I'm hoping that we'd have found a hack before then. But of course, this recent hack that I had, but I wasn't Went on a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, we think so. Well, I think so only because of the fact that you know, I just by accident went to their site to check it and I went to this site and never thought anything of it, you know, so it's only coming back to it so, so much later. <laughs> it would not surprise me if, uh, you know, if a hacker was to write uh, a script which would just sit there for, you know, a year doing nothing and then start to perpetrate its its misery just because mm. of that, of, of what you've just said, that in that most people don't keep backups for more than a handful of months. So... You know, it's just going to sit there waiting, 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 wait for six months, wait for a year, then begin, start doing your mischief, because in that way, they'll be more effective. I don't know if that's true or not, but it strikes me that if I was a hacker, I'd certainly be thinking about doing that. That's a really good point, actually. Oh, my God. It wouldn't take, it would, <laughs> it wouldn't take long to, to write the code to say, don't do anything for 365 days would it let's be honest it would um, but i don't know if that's a if that's typical or not what do you do about um sort of keeping things up to date do you i know that we're both main wp users i i go in every single day whether that's the weekend the week whether i'm on holiday even if i'm on holiday i still do this task this is the only task related to work that i will do i'll go in and just do the updates to make sure that that part of the the puzzle is at least being done proactively by me. Yeah, same here. It's it's a daily routine yeah. and uh, sometimes twice a day actually. Okay, you know, yeah, it, but it's not done by me. It's done by my wife, who's you know very capable now. She knows. We we were talking a little bit about this before, wasn't we? We we approach it differently. So uh, I go in and. Um, well, my wife goes in and checks what plugins are due to be updated. Yep. And if it if it all looks fine, because we trust pretty much everything we use, that she just goes and clicks the OK to all and it updates. But you do it site by site. Well, I, I didn't realize that there was a, 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 an option to do it uh, in a different way. But yeah, basically, I do it sort of site by site. I just go through have a quick visual glance. Um, and it, what I tend to do is I'll I'll start on one site i'll just quickly click the button which shows me what is about to be updated i'll just make sure that all of those numbers seem okay you know and that the plugin itself i trust i'll then click the update button which you know for for a typical site might take 30 seconds to a minute and i'm doing this at the beginning of the day when i'm actually sifting through my email so what i do is i have it on one screen click update then go back to my emails then go back click, scan the next one, go back. And, and the whole process takes about 10 minutes and I'm doing other things at the same time. And, and in that way, I manage it re- really easily. The only um, the only drawback is trying to do anything like that on a mobile device. It can be quite tricky. So I, I limit it to, to desktop mostly, except as I said, when, um, when I'm on holiday and I don't, don't really like to, uh, to get the laptop out. So I just try to try to do it on the mobile instead. Yeah, this is exactly what we do. Yeah, it's it's there on the mobile yep. when we go away. So I have to say, though, on a, on a sort of daily basis, I get all of these um, iThemes and uh, WordFence emails, and I have become basically immune to them in the same way that I can ignore ads in the Google search results. I now, I now suffer from a complete disinterest in the emails that come through from the security plugins that I've installed. So I'm not sure if that's something I need to revisit. Maybe stop getting them sent on a daily basis and start to start to receive them on a need to know basis, which I'm sure they do. Um, I'm not entirely yeah. sure if that's true. But you know, in other words, we'll email you when something important happens, not we'll email you a summation of the stuff that's happened uh, during the last 24 hours, which on the whole, I don't need to know about. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's weekly that I have my um, WordFence emails come that just okay. give me some kind of report, and I delete them on bulk now, so yeah, exactly. I really need to turn that off. Yeah. Uh, but th- there is one that I do absolutely like coming through, and that's the one that tells me who's logged in and where from. Interesting. Yeah, the it's- WordFence one tells you if an admin or whatever role has been logged in. That's Yeah, that is quite good. I quite I, I found that quite reassuring when I log in. And then I yes. receive an email to say that, and you know, somebody, an admin user, has, has logged in. That is quite nice, just because it makes me, uh, I gain confidence. Okay, that's working, good, um, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. 
Because obviously I don't, I don't want a non-admin user to be logging in as an admin that I've never heard of. Yeah, exactly. And it gives me the fun of freaking out clients once in a while. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it does. Well, one of them logged in. It was only a few weeks ago. And I just sent them an email and just saying, are you in Canada by anywhere? Ah, right. <laughs> Chance, yeah, I haven't really looked at it that closely. Yeah. Yeah, because it was them logging in who I recognized, but it wasn't from a a place I expected them to be logging right. in. You know? Yeah, you so, can limit all yeah. that, can't you? You can limit the geographical location or the IP address from which logins can be accepted. Again, all this magical stuff that we, we never got a chance to talk about, but definitely is, is possible with those solutions. Yeah, but it was just nice to be able to sort of, you know, let them, well, it may have freaked them out a little bit, the fact that I'm monitoring yes, them logging in. But, but the fact they're on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but they know at least that uh, you know if it was suspicious, which it was in their case, you know I'm I'm onto it. So that's, that's good, I, actually. That's good. That's worked in your favour. They suddenly feel that you're taking you know great care of them. That's yeah. That's, I really like that. Um, so okay, should we move on and talk about? Um, well, you've got this section called things still to solve and unknowns. Oh, we maybe just solved some of them. Yeah, good. So. Well, it, it was just some things that I left really for our conversation, things that I hadn't decided on. So I talked about incremental backups. I still haven't thought about that. It's not been an issue yet. None of the sites I manage are that busy that a daily backup won't solve it. Yeah, yeah, but you we know? did mention even on an e-commerce, yeah. like potentially backing up every every. I don't know every half an hour or at the at the completion of a of a cart process you know backing up that process at that moment yeah yeah and I just said there was just questions really about whether I thought it was worth treating sites differently and I think actually I've come to the conclusion talking to you I, I probably will just having this conversation instead of just doing exactly the same every time I build a site same plugin same setup I think I'm going to start to adjust according to um the client I've got. But another okay. interesting thing, which is security related, something I haven't solved, I know a lot of people are looking at, is whether it's worth converting some of our WordPress sites into HTML. Yeah, that's a that's a sort of big move at the moment. You've got services like HardyPress and GetShifter. And then yeah. there's things like WP2Static, the number two, which are mm. in a sense kind of obviating this security model entirely because they... They create a you know you've got a version of WordPress and then upon saving some new content it it then scans the whole site, um, archives the you know switches off the container where WordPress is and dumps the HTML with all the links um, over onto a completely well for want of a better word you know there's no PHP going on it's just a flat HTML file and in that way you can't there there is no mm particular threat model to that i mean obviously on the server side there is but not on the wordpress side so that's fascinating yeah i haven't seen my solution to this yet uh, you mentioned one of the plugins which was the one that converts wp2 static yeah that's the one i tried and i had a big fail on it and just okay. left it there but but i think it's <laughs> Yeah. Have you thought about doing this? Well, to be honest with you, I, I haven't because I, do, I, I just wonder if for a client, um, it's just another problem to, to overcome. You know, you log in, you wait for a little bit, you have to wait for the site to be cached upon things saving and so on. And, and I just haven't, not because it's not a good idea, not because the services don't work, simply because I'm just used to the way that WordPress works traditionally. I haven't, as we'll probably discover in a minute or two, I haven't really suffered too much from the, the problems that other people have had. And um, yeah. and so it's not something yeah. that I've explored. But, you know, the speed benefits are unquestioned. The, the security benefits are unquestioned, um, you know, or unquestionable, uh, you know, that they are obvious. But I haven't I haven't tried it. Yeah. And there's one, the one thing that I used to do uh, a couple of sites, but then I didn't do it consistently. And that was um, the ability to be able to sort of redirect your WP login to another URL of your choosing, which I know it's it's certainly in iThemes where you can add that very easy. I'm sure it's in some of the other ones. It's not in WordFence, but I, I've always wondered about this because I know for sure it, it does work in stopping those 
um, attempts to try and log into your platform. So it yeah. solves that. Yeah. I, I don't think it's real security, is it? They call it security through obscurity. And uh, it will, without a doubt, stop the automated bots that are searching for you know wp-admin mm. or login or whatever. Um, but they're... they're <laughs> To say that those those attempts are pretty unsophisticated is kind of stating the obvious, I suppose. You know, they're just literally finding URLs appended with this thing and then mm. trying a username and password attack. You know, I don't know what they're going to do once they get in. But it, it, if it works, okay. I, I don't do it because, you know, we've got the solution of too many login attempts in our other security plugins. So I just don't bother doing that. Yeah, that's the conclusion I came to. And I tripped up as well because I just couldn't remember how to get into one of the sites oh, when I did grief. this because I, <laughs> I, I forgot, what they, forgot what we named it. So, <clears throat> you know, so I, I stayed clear of it because I thought, well, it, uh, you know, again, my policy is generally to try and get people used to WordPress and their sites. So yeah. I want to kind of keep things as they would be. But, yeah, an interesting one. So I, I think I've d- decided i'm not going to do that no I, I wouldn't bother it's not something i can i can say I, I value too highly anyway goodness me i mean at the getting towards the end of this second episode it still feels like we we know nothing <laughs> you know the uh, the experts in the field will probably um be you know chuckling away to themselves as we talk there's so yeah. much that we don't know. This landscape is changing all the time. It feels to me sometimes like the hackers are winning. They're able to, you know, completely shred hours and hours of of humans' endeavor in the, in the space of a few minutes. Often this stuff is done by robots that have got no interaction yeah. with human beings whatsoever. It, it's just bizarre, you know, in, in the same way that, you know, crime, horrible crime is bizarre. It's, it falls under the same category. I don't know why people choose to do this. Well, I'm increasingly becoming aware of why there's money to be gained in it um, yeah. and presumably some sort of kudos. But the fact of the matter is it's here to stay. You know, it's a, it's an opportunity to, to to talk to your clients and to get them to understand that there are benefits. It's an opportunity, dare I say it, for you to upsell various aspects so that when the site mm-hmm. is handed over, you've got care plan capabilities and you've got options for ongoing work, even for cleaning things up should the worst happen. But I just think it's an ongoing battle. There's no right answer. None of those plugins will protect you from everything. All of them will protect you from something. You've just got to find what what works for you, I guess. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I would really, really love to hear what people do talk to their clients about because I think that's the that's what we need to change a little bit, don't we? Yeah. How we communicate, what we offer. The communication of this, that's what's become obvious to me, is that I haven't communicated. Times have moved on, basically, in my procedures mm-hmm. and my spiel hasn't. And I need to think about <laughs> it, particularly as regarding backups in my case. I think I've learned from these conversations that, that I need to be more explicit about what I'm covering with the backups and that I'm potentially not covering uh, content that was created since the vulnerability happened, um, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. and that, that potentially, if they want things cleaning up, uh, I might in the future be thinking more about giving that to a paid service and letting them handle it, and not me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, I mean, it's just how to communicate. I'm fascinated by how other people do it and how they cover it, but also when they cover it, because, you know, in the journey of a client wanting a website, there are certain places when they're going to be more open to listening to this kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So please leave us some comments. Tell us what your thoughts are, what what it is that you do. You know, where did we go wrong? What did we not mention? What did we simply state as truth, which was absolute (laughs) nonsense? I'm sure there's plenty of that. And um, yeah. yeah, thanks for thanks for staying with us for two whole episodes. Well, there we go. We finally got to the end. Two weeks on security. Obviously, we're not experts in this field, but I hope you can appreciate we're just taking it from our own standpoint. Perhaps you've got something that you disagree with. Perhaps you agree with some of what we said. Either way, join us um, in the comments or go to the WP Builds Facebook group and let us know what you thought about it. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by WP and Up. One in four of us will be directly affected by mental health related illness. WP and Up supports and promotes positive mental health within the WordPress community. This is achieved through mentorship, events, training, and counselling. Please help enable WP and Up by visiting 
wpnop.org forward slash give. Okay, as I always say at the end of these episodes, I hope you come back next week and listen to the podcast. They come out on a Thursday or join us on Monday, very early in the morning UK time. I put out the WordPress Weekly News. It's about 20, 30 minutes or so of of a summation of last week's WordPress news. And then at 2 p.m. UK time, we do a Facebook Live. Me and three other people from the WordPress community go into our Facebook group and various other places and, uh, and we get a conversation going about the WordPress Weekly News. It's been it's growing and it's very interesting and I'd love it if you could come and you can comment in real time and in, enjoy the experience. Okay, so hopefully you'll join us for one of those. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and it really is pretty cheesy this week and say bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.